This podcast is brought to you by the future of service lane technology, GoMoto. If you're ready to experience increased revenue, happier customers, and a more efficient service lane, then it's time to partner with GoMoto. Visit GoMoto.com to learn more. That's G-O-M-O-T-O.com. Want to dive deeper into the topics you hear about on Daily Drive? We're offering listeners a special offer, 20% off a one-year automotive news digital subscription. That gets you access to all of our news, information, and analysis made for automotive industry leaders like you. Go to autonews.com slash daily drive promo to redeem. Welcome to Daily Drive for Wednesday, February 21st, 2024. I'm Jamie Butters, executive editor of Automotive News in Detroit. And I'm Kellen Walker in Las Vegas. Today on the show, Ford avoids a UAW strike in Kentucky. Toyota will pay more to Japanese auto suppliers to help workers. And it looks like one of the most trusted names in the auto industry is for sale. Plus, often one of the biggest challenges for dealers is finding serious customers who are ready to buy. Cars Commerce President Doug Miller joins the show to talk about how his company is helping them do that as the retail landscape evolves. This is not a consumer that is just watching a sporting event. This is not a consumer that's coming to buy a book. These are customers who are in market for a car, and we can help to connect them to those customers through the Cars Commerce Media Network. Let's run through all the news you need to know to keep up in the auto industry. Ford is avoiding a potential strike at the automaker's most profitable facility. The automaker and the UAW have reached a tentative agreement on a local contract at the Kentucky truck plant. UAW Local 862 President Todd Dunn confirmed the tentative deal. He says the ratification vote is tentatively scheduled to take place next week. Details of the proposed local deal were not immediately available. The union has said core issues in negotiations involved health and safety in the plant, as well as what it called, quote, Ford's continued attempts to erode the skilled trades. The two sides had gone more than five months without a local contract when the union announced last week that it would strike at 12.01 a.m. on Friday if they hadn't reached a deal by that time. Meanwhile, Ford is cutting the price of its electric Mustang Mach-E by as much as $8,100. That's after its sales tumbled 51% in January, when the cars no longer qualified for federal tax credits. The automaker lowered prices on multiple versions of the 2023 model Mach-E, ranging from $3,100 to $8,100. The battery-powered crossover now starts at just under $40,000. That's down from $43,000. The biggest discount is offered on several versions, including the high-end premium model with an extended-range battery. That now starts at about $46,000. Stellantis CEO Carlos Tavares says he's not asking for special tariffs against Chinese automakers seeking to enter the U.S. market. Chinese companies have about a 30% cost advantage, and the prospect of BYD or others manufacturing in Mexico means they could avoid import tariffs levied against vehicles made in China. But Tavares argues that Stellantis needs to find ways to match them anywhere in the world. I will have to face the Chinese competitors in Latin America. I will have to face them in Africa, Middle East. I will have to face them in Asia. So if I am protected in the U.S. or even protected in Europe, it doesn't uh, represent for me good enough protection because I need to face them anywhere in the rest of the world. So which means that my only option is to go head on and fight. 
Last month, Tesla CEO Elon Musk said that without trade barriers, Chinese automakers will, quote, pretty much demolish most other car companies. Tavares says he agreed that the Chinese are the major threat right now because they are the only companies that can sell EVs at the same price as internal combustion vehicles. Toyota plans to tap its record profits and share the wealth with suppliers. That's so strapped parts makers can keep up with the Japanese car makers' breakneck sales and production pace. Toyota says it will pay higher prices to encourage better labor conditions at some 400 suppliers in Japan, starting in the fiscal year that begins April 1st. The hikes will partly help suppliers hire more workers to shoulder the workload. They will also help suppliers afford improvements to the work environment at their factories. Overseas suppliers also may receive payment increases later on. It's not clear how much extra Toyota will pay in total. And Tama Bravo is weighing a sale of J.D. Power. According to people who spoke with Bloomberg, the parent company is working with a financial advisor to gauge interest in the consumer intelligence provider. One person said that the technology-focused buyout firm hopes the deal for J.D. Power will be valued at about $8 billion, including debt. Sources say deliberations are still at an early stage, and there's no certainty they'll lead to a transaction. A representative for J.D. Power referred inquiries to Tama Bravo, which declined to comment. It bought J.D. Power in 2019 and funded several acquisitions in Auto Vista Group, which operates in Europe and Australia, Quality Monitor We Predict, and electric vehicle data company Zappy Ride. And those are today's headlines. Jamie, Stellantis isn't looking for special tariffs against Chinese automakers seeking to enter North America. How does Stellantis compete with a company like BYD internationally? Yeah, you know, BYD and other Chinese brands are really coming to Europe. They've got a lot of excess capacity, excess vehicles that they made in China. They're sending them to Europe and putting a lot of pressure on the domestic European automakers. Stellantis has countered with a cheaper Citroen model, uh, mid-priced about $25,000. At the base level, it's under 20,000 euros, so $21,000 or so. You know, one of the things that's been discussed is this idea that if BYD or Great Wall or somebody like that wants to build a factory in Mexico, you know, they could ship vehicles to the U.S. really cheaply. Maybe there could be uh, special tariffs put on them as Chinese companies or carved out specifically for them. But that really violates, you know, the spirit and probably the letter as well of USMCA, or, which was originally NAFTA. And um, Tavares doesn't think that's a great idea. Of course, there are a lot of ideas that go into a North American free trade zone. But of course, Stellantis, like GM and Ford, have plants in Mexico and wouldn't want to see them lose their special status if the whole agreement breaks down. That makes sense. Uh, coming up, we'll hear from Cars Commerce President Doug Miller about how his company is helping dealers connect with the right customers in this changing retail landscape. That's next on Daily Drive. We get it. Your service drive gets busy. Your advisors have a lot of responsibilities, and sometimes your customers end up waiting around for help. If you could ease these challenges and enhance everything about your service drive, why wouldn't you? It's time to reduce your customers' check-in time using QR codes or mobile apps. It's time to give them the convenience they crave with the ability to pick up or drop off at any time of day. It's time to increase your service lane's revenue by offering upsells 100% of the time. 
Give your advisors more time back to focus on what they do best. Get your service lane a kiosk that can do all this and more. It will truly enhance everything. Welcome back to Daily Drive. I'm Jamie Butters with Kellen Walker. Late last year, Cars.com and its various commercial businesses rebranded and restructured under a new name, Cars Commerce. The move was made to let users access a streamlined and interconnected product portfolio with Cars.com remaining the company's flagship operation. To see how things were going more than three months into the new setup, I sat down with Cars Commerce President Doug Miller. We spoke at the NADA show in Las Vegas. Doug Miller, welcome to Daily Drive here at the Automotive News booth at the NADA show in Las Vegas. Thank you, Jamie. It's great to see you. Glad to have you here. I've been asking everybody, you know, have this big event like this. What is your main message or mission for this event? We want to simplify everything about buying and selling cars. That's our mission as Cars Commerce. Love and it, it is the, me the message that we're getting out there at the event. And I think we're breaking through on, on that idea, simplifying. And we'll talk more about that. You know, it was just last fall that the company was rebranded as Cars Commerce. Uh, how's that going? And what was the thinking behind it? Can you elaborate a little more on that? Some of what I just mentioned, the pain that dealers face day in and day out, dozens and dozens of technology and marketing partners that they have to work with just to sell cars and buy cars and, and to run their, their business operations. Look, we're not everything that they need to run local retail, but there are four essential parts of running local retail that we are focused on. Best in class marketplace, easy distribution for them, just turnkey distribution, extending from that into world-class and simple to use marketing so that if you want to reach the 5% of consumers who are truly in market for a car, those hand raisers are on cars.com and we can put them out on our cars commerce media network and help them with marketing trade and appraisal so they can acquire more cars easily and at the right price. And finally, the world-class technologies from Dealer Inspire website that convert very well. Uh, heading into the show, you put out a, a release about three key pain points that dealerships are facing. What are they? Some of what I've touched on is in there, but right at the top of that list is efficient, high quality audience that they're looking at, efficient reach and high quality audience. And secondly, they're trying to differentiate themselves from competitors. They have to work at selling as, as much as ever. And third, they need to acquire used cars and do it at the right price. So those three pain points are very real for the 20,000 dealers that we work with. And, and I hear it every day. I was just out in New York a few weeks ago and was reminded by every dealer that I met out there of those pain points. And you know, look, on the marketing side, talked about the 5% five, five of consumers are in market. Mm -hmm. For our marketplace, these customers are coming and they, 85% of them are going to buy a car within six months. This is not a consumer that is that is just watching a Browsing. sporting event. Yeah. This is not a consumer that's coming to buy a book. These are customers who are in market, that are in market for a car, and we can help to connect them to those customers through the Cars Commerce Media Network. So, you know, that piece is very important, the, obviously. The yeah. one key element of that you know, is this uh, high quality consumer. Yeah. And I feel like, especially with the affordability challenges that uh, the market is facing and the higher interest rates, it, 
it's really it's that person who has the means and the ability to borrow if they need to. Yes. Uh, not not everyone who wants to buy a new car really can buy one right now. Which is also why we've introduced the instant finance capability with the acquisition of Credit IQ last year. We've introduced uh, instant finance capability on the marketplace and also on dealer websites so that consumer can not only say, hey, I'm in market for a car, but can I be pre-qualified for one of your loan products? Let's find out what loan product I am pre-qualified for. And that is a measure of quality. And guess what? When they're pre-qualified for a loan, they're 15% more likely to close inside of that dealership. So it has very tangible benefits for them. Yeah. So how do you help dealerships acquire more yeah let's talk about those other pain points right the acquisition of cars like in the old model there was some and we're we're in vegas and there was there you know there's that uh, reality show where rick is the guy inside of the (laughs) the uh, antiquities shop that is putting a number on everything and you know in the old model i think there was a bit of that in the automotive world too where there was you had to go find rick and rick's going to put the number on the, and that's an it's an outdated model and now the modern model is anyone inside it democratizes it anyone inside that dealership is able to with accutrade put a number on that car and know that they're putting a number that is backed well first that it sees the mechanical history of the car mm-hmm. that it's backed by the data of the market and that it's guaranteed and backed by uh, Cars Commerce. So they, they have a lot of confidence in the numbers that they're putting on it, whether it's on the sales floor, in the service drive, through the BDC, or in uh, sight unseen appraisals. So AccuTrade can really transform the speed at which they are acquiring cars. Mm-hmm. That, and as they acquire more cars, then they can sell more cars too. Yeah. And then finally, of course, differentiation for us. Cars Commerce uniquely has 13 million consumers who have reviewed dealers and have those dealership reviews posted Mm. and that dealership review and uh, obviously the the review platform and reputation platform capabilities are part of what we offer but any customer that is or any dealership that is working with us has access to that data through our customer experience reports so they can improve their experience and differentiate themselves, whether it's in the service drive or with the finance team or in how they're handling leads. We give them information from that review content so they can get better. So I know those are your three official pain points. Uh, I'm wondering, you know, there's another one, at least we hear a lot of talk about it, is, um, you know, EVs and uh, maybe the disconnect between uh, manufacturers production and what the market currently will bear. You know, when you're with the many shoppers and dealers you interact with every day, uh, do you have any insights on what that market's like, how it's shaking out, where it's working and where it isn't? We see both the markets where consumers, there's plenty of demand for EV and plenty of interest, as well as markets where it's a bit lighter and the education curve is earlier. I think that this story is going to play out over years and uh, we shouldn't overreact either to the positive or to the negative in the short term. It's going to it's an education and consumers are learning about EVs. We put a lot of content out in with our editorial team that gets a great deal of engagement on our site. So there are indications that consumers are craving that type of content to understand more about an EV car and whether they should have range anxiety or not. And they, you know, our editorial team does a good job at alongside of our dealers and our OEM partners at educating consumers on that future. 
Doug Miller is president of Cars Commerce. Thank you so much for joining me today. Jamie, it's great to see you and uh, hope to see you before next NADA. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Thanks, Doug. That's Daily Drive for today. I'm Jamie Butters. And I'm Kellen Walker. Thanks to Automotive News coordinating producer Jake Neer, as well as our own Michael Martinez, Hans Grimel, Naoto Akamura, and Mark Homer for their reporting for today's podcast. You can get the latest news on retail tech, manufacturing, and everything happening in the auto industry at autonews.com. Come back tomorrow for my conversation with Lori Whitman, president of Retail Solutions at Cox Automotive. What we know is that consumers want to do so much digitally, but they don't necessarily want to do a full e-commerce transaction. It's a big purchase mm -hmm. and they need the dealer's help to figure out what's coming in, what's going out, what's the best inventory for them. If you enjoy the podcast, remember to like, leave a review and subscribe so you never miss an episode.